the past couple of years, you have heard She 2.0 talk about a variety of different treatments and options that are out there when it comes to treating those pesky little perimenopause and menopause symptoms, everything from like hot flashes to brain fog and bone health and joint pain. There are well over 80 symptoms now attributed to this change in our lives. I was fortunate enough to come across Emily Wagner, who is the founder of Micropause. Micropause is a plant-based solution to help women with those symptoms that could be anything from brain fog to anxiety, depression, and just general wellness. So Micropause is hormone-free. It's a new perimenopause and menopause brand on the market, very new in fact. And for our Canadian listeners, I'm sorry, it's only available in the US, but hopefully in Canada soon. And stay tuned for the end where we'll share promo code for US listeners. Emily has been a joy to talk to. We tried to stay on track, but this is such a passionate topic for both of us. We started by talking about the health and wellness space because Emily's background, she's been an actor, she's a creative director, she's an artist, she's been an editor. She's run the gamut. She, she's so fascinating to talk to. While we started off by talking about the benefits, the health benefits of mushrooms, and by mushrooms I mean food-based mushrooms, not psilocybin, not yet, we ended up in a really interesting conversation about how women view perimenopause and menopause, the stigma, but also just some really interesting things that I think we educated each other on. So. It was a wonderful conversation. I think you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna learn a few things too, I think. So tune in and listen to Emily Wagner. Hi, Emily, how are you? Hi, I'm good, I'm great, as we've just discussed, waking up. <laughs> so Emily, where am I talking to you from? I am in the heart of Los Angeles, the city of angels, but I'm born and bred in New York. So I'm a New Yorker in case you get that vibe, <laughs> but um, I am in LA. Yeah, right now. Oh, great. Well, you're, you're getting some great weather. We just had a little bit of a setback. We had some nice weather as a teaser and now it's freezing cold again, but tomorrow it'll be back to 20. I'm not going to oh, say I climate change. Cold. Yeah, love, sometimes. I give me 20. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Emily, um, I was really happy to connect with you because I have been exploring the issue of psilocybin and mushrooms and their health benefits for a few years now. Um, I used to have a podcast called Wine, Women, and Weed, The Dope on Dope, and I talked a lot about cannabis. But one episode that I did, I spoke with a neurologist who said, you know, cannabis is great, has a lot of benefits, especially for women's health. But if you really ever want to talk to me about psychedelics and psilocybin, like he said, the whole neurology sort of industry is getting on board with, with that and how effective it is. So I yeah. came across your brand and I just, could you tell me a little bit about Microbiology yeah. and like, well, piggybacking on that, that's really interesting. So I, when I started going through perimenopause, I think it was, um, I was 51 or 52, I'm 57 now. Um, I didn't know what the heck was happening. Uh, like so many people, like my girlfriends who are a little bit, my, my best friends, my besties are all like 47, 48, up to 51. I'm like the mother hen. Um, <laughs> and no one, you know, I had no one to talk to. So when I started going through it, um, 
anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of circle back to that. But when I decided I need to create something for people like me who are not in menopause, like we're not, we're just very at the very early stages. At that point, that was around 2018. And cannabis was really having a big um, rise of, you know, legality and all this stuff, especially here in mm-hmm. California. So originally when I started creating a product and thinking I need to create something, I've always wanted to create something to help women. It's always been my mission. I've been, you know, in the sort of healing space or wellness space for a really long time. I'm a, I don't consider myself a personal trainer, but it is, I, I teach a, a body mind kind of holistic, very intense um, class um, that I, I've been doing it for many years. And I feel like it's this, I don't want to say gift, but it's something like I have to do no matter my whole life and all my career, I've had to do this. So I, so I know that I have a real purpose to support and help women, no matter what, even if I'm making more money here or there, I still have to do this side thing where I teach women and help women body mind. So I was like, this is it. I'm going to create a product. At that point, it was going to be cannabis based or CBD was getting kind of hot. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Years later, the pandemic and different partnerships, different um, arrangements was how about how I was going to create something. The micro dosing movement started to rise. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, here's a new thing. And then I went very deep into learning about psilocybin, this and that. Um, very on top of you know what's happening with the trajectories of legalities. So when I decided about when I this is sort of I'm, I feel like I'm going in like 20 different circles at once, which is very typical of my brain. But um, <laughs> when I realized I was going to use some of the functional mushrooms and superfoods and adaptogens to create a product and not cannabis and not CBD. Um, I thought of the name Micropause because of the micro dose. But my, my, my product doesn't have psilocybin in, obviously, because um, it's not legal yet, but who knows what will happen in the future. And that being mm-hmm. said, I did want to use that name, first of all, for many reasons, because it actually means taking a micro pause, which is so perfect for mm-hmm. women our age, like we have been going and going and going, whether you've had kids or not had kids, whether you, whatever it is, whether you lived a life of leisure or not, we are in our fifties or late forties and we've been given. So naming my product Micropause is really just like a reminder to take a breath, take a little, like a little short break, take your little mm-hmm. vitamins, supplements, whatever it is, and just have a moment. So on that note, um, psilocybin has got incredible, incredible physiological, psychological, um, neurological benefits. We're not there yet in terms of, you know, being able to create products legally and this and that. But, but you know, I have know a ton of women, you know, who are microdosing. I love to microdose, um, but that's like a little bit of a different thing. But yes, psilocybin is a whole nother topic. And yeah, wish I could really, really speak to it intelligently, but I'm not I'm, I'm definitely not an expert on psilocybin, but I'm right. with you. And I think in the next five, probably 10 years, we're going to be seeing it in, um, you know, prescription doses and stuff. Oh, I, I, mean, I think so too. Hopkins. Yeah. That is down the road for Canada as well, I think. But yeah, I do yeah. think that it is actually, you know, just learning about the health benefits of mushrooms is opening the door for that as yeah. a potential treatment for health and wellness for us. And on that note, it's really interesting. And I, I think it's funny to mention this because I just launched, you know, just maybe six weeks ago. And, you know, you go on Instagram, you set up your little shop. 
<clears throat> you have your products and suddenly they're like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, oh, maybe they think this is psilocybin. It actually has a very sort of funky look. I didn't make my product look like every other typical. I'm an artist, in case you're my art. That's so beautiful, I love to make, So I love, thank you. So I love to make art and it's, it's very um, sort of not your typical wellness brand. I wanted it to look and feel different, but maybe I was thinking, oh, maybe they think I'm selling psilocybin chips. So I'm, you know, talking to Instagram and they say, oh, no, no, you can't sell vitamins and supplements on Instagram. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting because here's 200 brands, brands that I love and respect and, and stop. And I'm like, well, how come these other brands are able to, they cannot give me an answer. So I'm thinking it's because there's probably an algorithm that's scanning, you know, mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms for new brands, because they're all, they're all popping up. And I do people come. Yeah, they are. Yeah, use this brand to buy your mushrooms. I'm like, oh my God, this is why I'm having trouble keeping my products up. It's really interesting. But um, I do, you know, there's so many incredible podcasts to, to listen to about um, psilocybin. There's Moms on Mushrooms. There's some great accounts. And I think it's incredible. Um, and once again, like when we say psilocybin and we say mushrooms and Moms on Mushrooms and this, that, when people are microdosing, there's no, you don't feel, this is not, this is so sub hallucinatory. This is not like the mushrooms yeah. I took was in college. Tri- <laughs> I hear a lot of people it. say that for sure. Yeah. Cause that's very and, off putting. Yeah. And I think, by the way, there's a place for that to do a ceremony and have intention, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole different thing. It, that's a different world, not a different world. Actually it's the same world, but that's a different experience. It's a different way to use the medicine. The same way with cannabis, you can take, very low doses, low, low doses of a little THC tincture at night or here and there so that you're just getting sort of the body effect and not the holy shit on the high, you know. So there's ways of using yeah. these plant medicines that I'm a huge fan of all of them, you know, truly. Mm-hmm. But there's different ways to use them. Yeah. I think... Um... You know, like, yes, psilocybin is down the road. Uh, I have microdose too. Um, And like you said, I I think there needs to be a lot of communication around this because there is a big confusion that you are going to, you know, have that crazy hallucinating experience that you might have had 20 years ago where you felt out of control, you felt maybe paranoid. And it is not like that at all. It is for me, um, I didn't even really notice it until the end of the day when I kind of looked back on my day and thought, wow, I felt really balanced today. I didn't feel my anxiety was down. Um, I felt a little more focused, right? So it is something that it's very, it's quiet. (laughs) It's very, it's quiet. And it's interesting when I started to explore microdosing, maybe like 2019, 2020, I was on Prozac at the time. I think I was taking 20 milligrams and I was told, oh, this is going to um, contraindicate. Like it's not going to, you can almost have like a serotonin, not the word overdose, but um, you could almost have, I forget too what the word is, too much serotonin, right. So nothing really happened. I've subsequently been off Prozac and I realized it's because I'm now in menopause. When I was in perimenopause, I was raging raging the mood swings yeah. were profound and i once again i didn't know what was happening and i just was like i need prozac i i, I i'm screaming at my as i'm losing my mind i'm getting depressed um so i think maybe also because i'm really now in a really good balance with my hormones with my like yeah. with all this you know the functional with micropause taking of the products like being very diligent um that being said i started to microdose again recently 
because I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really off Prozac. Let me see if it actually benefits me. And I've been playing around with different doses. And I realized that I can take XYZ. I could take up to like 300 or 500 milligrams. And is it milligrams? And and be fine and just have my dose, like not have any, still be, you know, functioning and having a normal day. Yeah. But once again, yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm absolutely not only close to not an expert, I'm just, I, I, it's not even my field of study. But I'm fascinated by it, and I hope that it can move into the you know public space. Yeah, easily. but the product um, that you developed mm-hmm. has so many, from what I understand. How, I, unfortunately, yeah. to our Canadian listeners, you can't get it here just yet. But let's hope soon we can. Um, yeah. What are like maybe you can tell me a bit about some of the different health issues specifically related to like perimenopause and menopause. Right that micropause can help address so so yeah totally so when i started um i guess like i'll give you the little snippet story when i started this started happening i remember i at the time i had a very sort of like high level i was working for the creative i was a creative director for a ceo of a huge brand like an eight billion dollar company and i was wearing you know the outfits the suits i was going to the c-suite i didn't even know what a c-suite was (laughs) <laughs> and I just remember one day being in this C-suite and starting to drip and sweat and then looking down and water pooling around my legs and my shirt became like, you know, transparent. I was like, what oh. the fuck is happening? No one told me. No one, no, no. no, no one, especially my mom. And like, in terms of like thinking about our elder generation, she didn't talk about my, she didn't talk about anything. I mean, she talked about my period. So um, I really didn't know what was happening. And I was like, oh my God. Is it uh, what is this the hot flash? Is this what they're talking about? <laughs> and I, um, I didn't even think. Which was funny is that I didn't think to call my doctor. I don't know why. I just didn't. I thought I didn't know anything about it. I thought this is something that goes away. I just was so uneducated. And I remember, you know, walking to CVS where I got all my stuff and I was like, is there something like there was nothing, nothing. You've got your sexual wellness. You eat. You have condoms. You have lube. You have period yeah. stuff. You have got postnatal, prenatal. Kids, I, there was nothing. Like, whoa. And that's when the light bulb started to hit me. Went online, looked at all on Amazon. Everything just looked really, you know, they weren't. I also feel like when we were a little older, we want to take things that we can kind of identify with. Like they yes. kind of reflect back to us who we are. There's nothing. There are all these weird things. That, you know, I'm very visual, ugly boxes. So, um, <laughs> so that's when it kind of hit me. And as and once I once again, I was using can, CBD and cannabis, and that's when it started to sort of think about formulating something. Flash forward a little while, I playing around with my, because of this blog that I have groomed LA, I get a lot of swag. I get a lot of supplements, vitamins, all kinds of incredible products sent to me. So my, 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 my supplement, I, 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 it's not even a drawer. It's not even a shelf. It's like a massive mess of supplements. So I started looking at all my stuff looking at all the adaptogens I take, looking at all the tinctures and the this and that. And I started to gather, um, you know, what I really love to take. And I was like, oh, okay, I love functional mushrooms. I've been taking them for years, but not in the right, not all of them, just maybe one here that, you know, just in the, in the scope of all the things that I take. So I started mm-hmm. to work to formulate and I realized that functional mushrooms, every single functional mushroom, like of the 10 that are in my product, have incredible support um, support benefits for exactly what I was going through. 
you know, oh. fog the cognitive health, the brain health, yeah. the brain fog, the energy, the mood, the immunity, the digestion. I mean, ba- basically, you could break down every single every single mushroom and find two to three, if not more, but I don't want to exaggerate, you know, benefits yeah. that support what we're going through. That being said, they're great for everyone. I remember I had a boyfriend when I was like 32. He was obsessed with my taki and shiitake every day. And I was like, what do you do? And this was free everything. He was like, yeah, the mushrooms. And I was like, every night cooking mushrooms and taking supplements. And it's so funny because here we are and like 20 yeah. years later. So, um, so that's when I kind of had that light bulb moment. Let me just look in my favorite adaptogens and find a way to create something where we're not doing 16 tinctures. And I personally, I don't like taking pills. Mm-hmm. I just, it's not that I don't like them. Like I'll take them. I'll take them. But it's, this is the energy. I'll take them. Like it, it's just, yeah. I don't look forward to it. I'm like, oh my God, I'll shove those down now. I, I just don't. I just don't like it, Um, especially as you get older and women are having, you know, your cholesterol can go up, you have good blood pressure, pre-diabetes, whatever it is, you know, you've got medications. I take thyroid, you know, I I do have the things that I have to take every day. So when I decided to do this, I was like, I got to make it different. Gummies were definitely on the up and up in terms of like the weed gummies, like people, women were getting really used to taking gummies. I'm like, that's it. It's a gummy. It's easy. It's fun. It's a little sweet treat. Yes, it has a tiny amount of sugar. I looked into the sugar-free varieties you know, talking to my lab, the sugar, until they can make a really good gummy with monk fruit, which is on the on the rise. And of course, I'll switch to that. The sorbitols, the malitols, the the, mal- the chemicals are just the worst. I mean, cramping, not to mention terrible for you. So they do have a little bit of sugar. And then I was like, oh, let me just flip this. It's a little sweet treat. Menopause deserves a sweet treat, you know? Yes, it does. So um, it, it really does. So that's how a little bit of, a little, a little taste of the genesis of it all. And then of course it was, figuring it all out having never been in that space and doing it by myself you know not working with um you know three partners who are experts in bringing products to market and you know I feel like many of these brands start with these you know three women from Harvard and they all have PhDs and they're all (laughs) they all have a business degree like that is not me so I really had to go back to school again in a sense and what what I actually mentioned on another podcast or an interview, I thought that was one of the greatest things I could ever do. It was like learning piano or learning a language. Yeah. I thought it was the greatest. I think it's the greatest thing for my brain, which is circling back to this midlife pivot. And we can just take on a whole new career, a whole new language, you know, learning a whole new scope. So that to me is probably the most exciting part of everything is just that message that you can be 50, well, I guess I was younger when I started, but you could be my age and come up with a whole new thing that you know nothing about and you've got to learn and you've got to ask. You don't need your master's. You don't need your, you know, your, 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 your business degree, your PhD, you know, you find a yeah. way you get, you gather those people together, but anyway. And hopefully we have more confidence by now with all of our experience leading up to now to say, yeah, I can, I can try something new now. In fact, learning is it's, essential for our brain brain health yeah but it's also you know it keeps things interesting it's been amazing it's so you know it's but here's the thing jack i mean i feel like you do have to you kind of have to be built for at least taking on something of this degree or starting a product i think everyone can do anything but i definitely you know you you, you're getting into some Yes. You, you kind of have to be ready to go the distance and, 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 and 
if you're not, but you're excited about it, you can just start working that muscle because, you know, it's a 24-7 job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, you don't get immediate, you know, the first year of a business, you're basically giving product, you know, you're not making any money, you're giving it. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be willing to take the risk, but within the risk, that's where the, the sweet spot is, the excitement and the learning and the... Yeah, absolutely. The, the uh, it's not for the, the faint of heart, though. It's not it? for the faint of heart, yeah. And no. I do feel like energetically, I'm definitely built for it because I'm just, that's how I, I'm one of those people. Um, not everyone is built for that. And I do think it's good to maybe know things about yourself and then willing to create space to learn things about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And so you decided that with all of this knowledge and these products that you had been, you know, like the swag, et cetera, and you'd had some you loved probably, that mm -hmm. you could sort of rein it in, take all the best elements and create yeah. something that would help women. Um, perimenopause, I see it as the runway to menopause, the chance to yeah, like- Yeah, I love that. Look runway. what's going on in your body and course correct before you hit menopause or postmenopause. Exactly. Um, but it's also the most confusing time. And from a marketing perspective, I know mm. just doing some SEO, a lot of women don't even know they're in perimenopause and some don't know what it is. And sometimes I've heard some doctors and OB-GYNs are saying that it's uh, or perimenopause is a myth. So when you're marketing to women in this age group, it's really hard because they don't, they're not searching perimenopause. They're searching menopause. Yeah. And it's very interesting because a lot of my girlfriends, you know, you're creating a product. I've definitely been someone who, who's in marketing and cre uh, creative direction. And I, I do um, brand consulting. I do. I've been doing that for years, helping, you know, young entrepreneurs. I don't mean young in terms of the age, they're mostly older women like myself, mm -hmm. But I, you know, helping young businesses kind of find their voice, their tone, their tone of voice, their brand story. And it's been really interesting because even coming up with that tagline, your daily dose for modern menopause, which I love because it's your daily dose. And yeah. it's and I like modern menopause because I think it ushers in this new feeling that we're owning menopause. But at the same time, I definitely struggled with or is it modern perimenopause? You know, I think because most people are like, well, I'm not in menopause yet. And I'm like, I know, but it's the whole story I'm talking about. But that's definitely something that, you know, pops into my mind, you know, at least once a day. And and, and then when I do Instagram, I'm constantly re-saying perimenopause, perimenopause. These are the years. But it's yes. definitely, yeah. I mean, we're going to kind of keep trying. I've actually heard the expression peripause, but that's not good for SEO. But it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely something that I think the more we start talking about it, um, and educating and creating, just saying it over and over again. And of course, early on, there was a time when a couple of women had come in to want to help with this brand. It was a very different, um, a different version of it. Once again, we were doing CBD and they wanted to take the word menopause out. They're like, no, no, no. And I was like, oh God. And then I remember that's when I, I really lost steam. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, this is not, this is not my mission. My mission is to destigmatize this word and to talk about yeah. it. And then I even played around on Instagram when they started um, not wanting to, you know, saying this product violates its, you know, nicotine and medical health, like medical device. Like what? It was so crazy. And I was like, what if I put the word midlife? Is it because they don't want the word menopause? Is this, I actually at one point changed it just to see and nothing happened. But, um, and people are really uncomfortable with the word. You know, I have girlfriends I've given products to who are, you know, whatever, 
influencers, whatever you want to call them, celebrities. I don't know what they are, but, you know, with big, big, big followings. And I was like, look, just take these. These are for you. You're my bestie. And I want you to have them because they're good for you, but you don't have to post. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can't post about, you know, I have a perception. And oh. I'm like, oh, totally. I get, I understand that. Mm-hmm. You have to come to your own comfort level. You're not going to push that on anyone. You have to come to it on your own. It's the same yeah. as like letting your hair grow gray, which I've been on and off doing <laughs> for, for years. And then I get to a place where I'm like, you know, you have to be ready to just be super comfortable with, what it means and I think what it means is like sexier, wiser, bolder, cooler, smarter, everything. Yeah. But not everyone is. You have to give everyone their time and space. I don't even know if mm-hmm. I answered that question. I'm really going off on tangents. No, it's okay. Uh, I have ADD, so I, I am like always all over. Okay, so this will be yeah, a good conversation. <laughs> totally. Um, I feel like there are some things about menopause that we have to debunk, which is um, you know, I hear women who are in their perimenopause years saying to me, oh, you're so lucky you're in menopause. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not. My symptoms are worse in menopause than they were in peri. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, that, so t- talk to me about that because I'm, 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 and I want to know, this is what I'm really interested in because I'm talking to my bestie this morning, you know, we drop off the kids, we do our little check-in. I'm like, did you make your appointment with your doctor? Go look at that. I just wrote a blog post about, all the things I want you to print it out, all the things that you should be asking, mm-hmm. um, all the questions, take your time. They're going to rush you out. I want you to make a list. I want you to record it or whatever you need to do. But I want to hear like the symptoms that, sh- that happened. In- I- here's my question. Are they different? Because in other words, the symptoms that I was having to yeah. carry were like the mood swings, the rage, right? Yeah. Because um, of course you... the sleeplessness, but now it's shifted. So I want to hear what you're meant. How long it has you shifted. Uh, so I went into early menopause. I had my daughter oh, right. late. Yeah, I was 42 when I had her. And then I, so I was already in Perry. Um, and then I stopped, my period stopped at 47, which was super early, typically. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I can't go on hormone replacement because I have a heart condition, which I just learned about. Um, but I would say that it is probably directly linked with how my life has been going, you know, raising a young kid in your forties can be exhausting, starting a business, um, going through a global pandemic. There are a lot of things, right? So it's hard for me to say whether the symptoms are worse because of my physiology or because of extenuating circumstances, but I will say my hot flashes are longer and more frequent. Um, And and they're not even just hot flashes. I just feel hot all of the time. Um, My mood swings are gone. But then again, I'm also on Zoloft. uh, Okay, good, good. So that's hard to say if that's, you know, if that was like, I've grown out of those. But joint pain, um, itchy, itchy skin, um, definitely pelvic floor issues, painful sex, vaginal dryness. I think when you're in peri and you're still producing estrogen, those things are not as apparent or you, you just don't feel them as much until you are, you know, fully postmenopausal. Right. So um, I just feel like I am completely off balance right now. And I think, you know, if I couldn't just look at one symptom directly, I look at my overall health and I think, wow, I, something is off with me. And when women talk about hot flashes, which is, you know, what, what everyone relates to menopause, right, associates with hot flashes, there's almost 89 symptoms 
you know, side effects mm -hmm. are teeth yeah. or hair, like the teeth, the gums. I mean, my gums. teeth are moving, my gums, my teeth, my, yeah. So that's really yeah. interesting. So I have not had a hot flash since that, that one period of time. I don't have the only symptoms I have now, but I also do hormone replacement therapy. You do, yeah. And that's an important note. Um, I, what I created is not, I, I'm full on for every, anything that works. I support everything. I take hormone replacement. Um, and I have for a very long, you know, since that started happening. And I think that yeah. the earlier, the better, if you can take it for, if you, if yes. you are able to take it. Um, and then I, and then just supplementing with my micropods. Like I, I think, you know, I'm in a really good place. I haven't had a hot flash. Sleep is never the greatest, but I'm also have never been a sleeper. I right. have never been a sleeper. I've just, I've been, since I was a kid, you know, up early. Um, but in terms of vaginal dryness, I haven't had sex in a long time. Like a really long time. Yeah. Really long time. So I don't really know what's happening in that department of painful sex. Yeah. That is a big um, one for women. That is a huge yeah. one yeah. because, Emily, like in Canada, we go three years uh, in between pap smears now, which to me is somewhat criminal, but we won't talk about that. But anyway. Oh, that um, reminds me. If, I have to get my pap smear. If you don't mind, I'm just going to See, I, uh, I'm I, helping yeah, you I, here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like your virtual assistant. So, I keep, um, I keep putting that off. And, and we know that there is evidence that if we don't use it, we could lose it. There's, you know, let's talk about that. Let's talk. Yeah. About there's that. prolapse. There's another condition where things can kind of weaken and fall out. You don't want to know. I even forget what that's called. Oh, a prolapse vagina. Yeah. But there's another condition where it can actually fall out your lining and you can tuck it back in, but it's painful from what I understand. I know what that is. Have you had that? Well, when I was divorced, is this going on YouTube? This is yeah, so embarrassing. this is going on YouTube. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's it, just say I know what that is. It can, yeah. it can also happen from having a lot of sex. It can you actually and get a prolapsed vagina. Yeah, and it's it's like the it's like the equivalent of hemorrhoids. This is so embarrassing. I'm definitely never having yeah. sex again after this. No, I mean, don't say that. You need to. You I'm need to have sex. No, I'm no, I'm joking about how unsexy this conversation is, but women's health, who gives a shit? Um, it's like, it's right. what's happening. Yeah. And this is why this but happens yeah. to women because we don't talk about it. Um, I did an event and I opened it up by saying, you know, if you don't use it, you can lose it. And then I talked about it and everyone was like, what? They were like, you know, they run all went home and took a mirror in the bathroom. But um, mm -hmm. the reality is, you know, for in Canada anyway, you go three years, you lose your libido, typically many women do so yeah. you might not even be self-pleasuring which means your Huge pelvic floor is like drying up potentially you're not having estrogen or hyaluronic acid or collagen going down to your uterus so yeah. and your vagina and that and it and your vagina also changes on the outside too so women need to be very concerned with self-care and Absolutely. you know, it is a muscle and libido is work. Like uh, I had a great conversation with a doctor here about libido and you know, libido is, we sort of think, oh, well, if you know, my husband walks into the room or my partner and I don't feel hot and heavy, I don't have a libido. But the right. reality is, you know, she said, you have to train yourself. You have to 
put yourself in a mental mindset. Like it's hard to have libido when you've been in a lockdown with someone or you do the lion's share of all the work and they don't, they leave their crap on the floor and you're like, I don't. resentment. They're so, yeah. And I all like my, to my girl, my girlfriends who are married and been married a long time. And, you know, many of them struggle. And when I, you know, sort of talk about this and I, you know, what about you you schedule time? I know it sounds, you know, a lot of like, you know, psychiatrists and therapists will say, you know, schedule, yeah. marriage counselor schedule time. And then, oh, it's so unsexy. I'm like, but it will get sexy once you start. Yeah, but it's true. And, you know, libido is a huge thing. A huge it's issue, really you know? hard. And it's, that's a big one for me, too, is loss of libido. And yeah, same. just feeling like it's never going to come back again. But yeah, you know, know there it's really it's, it's important for women. Like we talk about sex toys, which is another conversation where, you know, if you look at the sex toy market previously, it was all very, I'm going to use the word skanky, you know, like know you were yeah. a little sex kitten if you were using a sex toy and it wasn't very approachable for women who just wanted to have an orgasm or be pleasured. You know, they made us feel like we were in a porno if we bought a vibrator or any sort of stimulating. Yeah, that's definitely changed. I mean, that has. I, thank God. I, I, I'm. A, I think I. You know, it's. I've been talking about masturbation for years. I have. I. I talked to my kids about it. I talked to my daughter who's 16. I was. I, I mean, I think when she was 15, I said, "Look, I really want. I want to give you this vibrator. This is going to be the key to your mental health." Um, she was like, so not ready. She's like, mom, I'm like this, I cannot handle this. And, and when I'm, you know, over the year, then the next year, listen, this is, this is a key to mental health. Like I am telling you yeah. the orgasm, the release, this is going to be great for your mental health. Not ready. I'm fully about it. I work with so many amazing, um, sexual wellness brands in terms of, they send me vibrators. They're incredible. They're all over. <laughs> Yeah. That being said, I still have to have the libido, the time and the mental space to, to incorporate it. And, and once again, it's, it's like, um, it's an exercise. You have to go about it. Like you got to do your spin class. You got to do this. You got to lift your weights and you got to take 15, five minutes, whatever it takes, however long you got to go in your room. You got to have your orgasm relax. It's so vital. That being said, it's, it's part of your self-care checklist. It's, it becomes work when you, when you're not, you're not feeling Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It is an effort. There's that for it's sure. An effort. Yeah, but there um, are beautiful. They're beautiful. You know, tools out there. Beautiful, elegant. Yeah. You know, Nothing cheap, to be ashamed of. You know, yeah. the shame was all in the way it was marketed. It wasn't in the utilization yeah. of it. Yeah, it's um, definitely shifted. At least that's yeah. In the Everything US. is yeah. shifting. I mean, uh, I sell these comfort kits, and we're doing a build your own kit. And I've got Love. a vibrator in there. I think Great. everyone should be using one. Um, yeah, not just and for the brand like womanish. Yeah, yeah, the brand not just for like the... sexual pleasure, but also pelvic floor elasticity and keeping the muscle right. strong for incontinence, et cetera. There's just like a billion reasons, right? Yeah. So, and there's some, there's one that was sent to me quite a few years ago to try that, um, it, you know, it's an, it's an insertable one. It's not a clitoral one. And it's, um, it has the infrared light so that it works on um, the collagen. Yeah, it's actually right. really good. I just haven't charged it up in years. But yeah, there are ones that you can do. And I'm actually trying a treatment next week. I think it's called Clavania. 
that was offered for me to try to write about. So I'm really excited when you go in and then they do a thing with a wand. I've actually done those a couple of times, but you have to keep doing those treatments. Yeah. That's like the Mona Lisa touch. It's like a 360 yeah. fractional laser. I've yeah, had that yeah, done like one of those. and it was Is great, it? but I couldn't keep doing it. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's I, expensive. these treatments are coming to market and, and to me, I just can't believe how expensive they are. And that really does mean that so many women don't have access to it. And that's a it's shame. True. And I hope that yeah. changes. They're like, I'm like, great. That was great. Thank you. I can't wait to write about it. Okay. So if you really want this to work, you need to come in for five more. What are those costs? $500 each. I'm like, are you kidding? Oh it's yeah. Crazy. You know, I mean, you're talking upwards of thousands of dollars and that's thousands just of for dollars. Your, your vagina. Forget all your other self-care. Right. And, and how much covered. is up, 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 yeah. And how much is the Viagra, which is probably covered by insurance, I imagine. Probably because we wouldn't want men to have sexual and, you know, dysfunction. <laughs> so anyway, crazy. so I digress, but back to, you know, um, looking at more natural um, treatments to help us through this. That's why I gravitated to your site was, you know, I, I think the first line of defense of all doctors is to either put you on an antidepressant or on this or that one. Really, it's just a Band-Aid. It's not getting to the root of the problem. Um, and, and even like with HRT, uh, we the um, Canadian Medical Association just released a study this week uh, talking about you know the importance of physicians um, understanding hormone replacement therapy and offering it to clients. But it really focused on hot flashes, which is too bad because I think women hear that and think, well, I'm not having a hot flash. So HRT is not for me, but HRT is for mm -hmm. vaginal health. It is for bone health, et cetera. So, you know, it's not that the study did a disservice, but it needs better communication. And women need to know, you know, that menopause is much more than hot flashes and mood swings. Yeah. Hot flash is just like the star of the show. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's the star of the series. It's on every episode, but there's a million supporting actors that 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 you know we don't notice when you don't know their name, but they're yeah they're there and they're not going away and they're in every episode. But Hot Flash really gets the gets the you know gets yeah. the top bill gets top billing. Yeah, and some people don't even get hot flashes, you know. And some people don't, and so that's why you know it's important for them to know that. It treats other things, you know, there are things out there that treat all the other sort of issues, side effects, symptoms, if you want to call them that. And on that note, I think we, everyone knows the hot flash, like you have heard about the hot flash. That is one thing that younger women know. So they're waiting for the hot flash to go, oh, I'm in perimenopause, but they're having all these other symptoms and not yeah. really, they're getting, they're putting getting on Prozac or Lexapro thinking, oh, I'm just depressed. I'm having mood swings. I'm cranky. I'm whatever. I'm yeah. But that's really part of it too. So that's a really important, I think I'll do a post on that. I think that's I think a great that's really, idea. I because think that's really important. Don't wait for the hot flash. Yeah, you might be the lucky one who doesn't signal. get it, but that doesn't mean, you know, you should ignore all the other things. Um, but back to uh, looking at mushrooms as a, a solution here. Is there anyone who shouldn't try mushrooms? I know it's a plant and it's natural, but I know that when we talked about cannabis, um, you know, if, if you have a propensity or uh, like predisposition to perhaps schizophrenia, then that's, you should probably not use cannabis. Right. Is there anything like that with mushrooms? 
not with these food-based mushrooms that yeah. I have any awareness or read any studies on. Because I'm talking about food-based mushrooms. Every single right. mushroom that I have, you could be cooking with. Like last night, I ordered Thai food for my kids. And my, my son, I came to clean up. And I noticed he left all the, um, I think, uh, what mushroom was it? Um, I think it was the um, black fungus mushroom or tree or woodier, whatever it was. There were some mushrooms that looked really crazy. I was like, AJ, these are the ones you got to eat. I mean, these are all food-based mushrooms. Psilocybin, that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. A whole other thing. I I can't even... Like, I'm not even aware of anyone with a mushroom allergy. Unless you have a mushroom allergy, yeah. I guess it could be. Yeah, I mean, mushrooms are crazy just in general. Like, if you really get deep into... You know, there are these people who are obsessed with mycology. And I have a lot of friends who are obsessed with mycology. Like, they're full-on mycologists. I mean, they don't even know what the heck mushrooms are. You know, they, yeah. they have intelligence. They 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 think they're from different planets. I mean, mushrooms, you can really go deep down that. But in terms of the mushrooms in functional mushrooms, these are all mushrooms mm-hmm. that you could cook with. Maybe you have an allergy. I don't know. You yeah. know everyone could have something. You could be allergic to, you know, a Sharpie. So I, I don't <laughs> know. I'm sure there's someone who, you know, I was out for yeah. dinner last night with a girlfriend. She's like, I can't have <clears throat> tomatoes. I was like, you're allergic to tomatoes? Yeah, they make my tongue tickle. My other best friend can't have any fruit. You know, so who the heck knows? But in terms of psychological effects or addiction of anything that could happen with the the uh, the magic mushrooms, that's a whole different ballgame. That is a different. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. And maybe we'll be having that conversation next year. (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to. You know, get more uh, educated in that as well. Yeah. Well, this has been a very enlightening conversation. I, I really enjoyed talking to you. I Me mean, too. I know we started by talking about like plant-based solutions, but I think we opened up a whole can of worms here about and it is how women feel about this. Yeah, it absolutely. is a can of worms. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't, I, you know, I created this product, but really it's, so much of it is also about having these conversations yes. and destigmatizing and getting out loud and also the pro-aging, like announcing my age, showing the world that you're really honestly just beginning. Like we're not over, you know, we're not put out the pasture, we're not retiring, yeah. we're not, we're just beginning. So I think that's yeah. just as much part of the conversation. And that's also why I wanted to make the brand look and feel different and fun and not dowdy and yes. medicinal and boring. I wanted to have a sense of life and possibility and color and creativity. And I really feel like I want that essence to. Well, me. and with your background as a creative director and an artist, it's a, it's the perfect marriage for the branding. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Emily, thank and you so of, much. Yeah. Thank you. Chat. I was just, I was just going to say, sorry, just lastly, and I didn't mean to interrupt. I've got to figure out, we've talked about Canada. And I yeah. think it's a matter of me just talking to my shipping people a little yeah. bit because I think it's just a shipping issue. Like, I just think it might be super expensive to ship to Canada, but it's not that we can't get it to Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's you know, good to like, know. Yeah. I'd love to like, keep we'll, it on we'll, we'll, the radar. We'll yeah. And uh, for our listeners in the U.S., uh, you're going to offer yeah. promo code. Yeah. So Let I will include shoot. that in our um, in our post so that if okay. you're in the U.S. and you want to um, purchase some microphones, yeah. which obviously I highly recommend, um, we'll share that code. And then as soon as you're in Canada, we'll share that code with Canadian residents Amazing. as well. 
All oh, right. thank you so much. It was so fun thank chatting. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, you and too. I'm... We can keep the conversation going. I would love that. I would love okay. that. Okay.